about you and me. Let's talk about all of the things, all the bad things that that be. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Hey. So welcome back to yes. Righteous and Ratchet. And yeah, you totally messed our names up. <laughs> Ratchet and. <laughs> My brain is not in the game today. Um, Your brain I, has left the chat. No, it has left the chat since I left the office. <laughs> Fair. Um, but yeah, anyway. But, so we're back and um, talking about um, some things, main things, which church or people around us don't really have a conversation of. Yeah. Um, so, Am I making yeah. a lot of noise? No. Yeah, I just want to make sure I'm in the right position. Okay, <laughs> I'm in the right position. Positions. Yeah, yeah. Are you in the positions? No, okay. Do you know that song? Sitting up positions for you. Quite nice. Da 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 in the bedroom. That's all I know. Okay. Of course. <laughs> <coughs> I mean, it's what we're talking about yeah. today. So. Yeah. So should we just like write? Let's get right. into, it. into it. So we spoke about singleness in mm-hmm. part one mm-hmm. and the preparation process and sharpening tools. And then we spoke about relationships, mm-hmm. um, setting a vision for relationships, mm-hmm. um, different things. Yeah. I don't even remember what we talked we about. We spoke a lot. Yeah. All, all I know is hella long yeah. and we were hella tired. We were. I was really tired given yeah. how like, you know how I mentioned for me, this whole um, relationship thing is such a mess in my head and it's yeah. like, I'm like, what is it? Is it, is it this? Is it that? And then yeah. after having a conversation with you, I was just like, you have to do so much to be in a relationship and I've yeah. done nothing. No, it's kind not like situation. it's pressure. Hmm. Obviously, there's no pressure to be that, but it's like if you do want successful relationships, there is the work that you have to yeah. do on yourself. And yeah, together. but again, that being said, doesn't mean that just because it's worked for certain people, it's going to work for you as well, right? Yeah, there is subjectivity to yeah. everything we said, obviously. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that was that was relationship. It was so, so that was hard just a recap of where we're at. Recovering from it. Yeah. And going and heading into um sex. Yes, and let's talk about yeah. it. So, um, Roshini, when were you first introduced to it? To sex. Wow. Mm-hmm. I feel like bro, I was mad young. <laughs> very young yeah. um my i think my curiosity was peaked when i was in the first grade mm-hmm. which was probably 2001 so we used to watch like uh mtv right. vh1 mm-hmm. like you know whatever mm-hmm. and then i specifically remember it was like so it was cousins in my house okay. as well right and then we would watch it together and every time like so that time enrique uh I don't know his surname. I'm so sorry. <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, Enrique I. <laughs> whatever it is. Um, he had the song Hero come out. Oh, yeah. Right? And it's music oh, video, right? Yes. So the, this song is like sweet. Yeah. Music video, not, not so much. much. Yeah. So my cousins would make me like stand like away, like away from the TV, yeah. but against the wall. Yeah. So I was facing the wall yeah. while, they, while they watched the music video. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then I'm just imagining. 
Yo, Loki, I was just like standing there, just like, mm, okay. I would try to peek, but like you can't yeah. really see anything. And then once the song is over, they'll be like, okay, you can come back out. So I think I was always like very curious. Then I'll go What's and happening? ask my other cousin like, well, what was in that that yeah. like you didn't want me to see? Yeah. Um, and I think that's where like it, the curiosity peaked. And then mm. when I watched it, when my cousins were around, I was like, mm. ha, okay. Like, mm. well, that's cool. I Somebody see. do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but right. yeah, so I think, that was when I was introduced to it. What about you? Well, to begin with, I was completely opposite to you, right? <laughs> so when I was... I I was so into Bollywood. I was so into, like, the Indian dramas and stuff. Yeah. So at that point, I don't think there was a lot of, like, things which are shown. It's more of just, like... Even a kiss is like, oh, what is that? Yeah. You know, they, they would show that things are happening, but, like, I would be like, oh, okay, fine. I guess they're just, like, kissing and that's it. Yeah. Um, so that was me, but then I guess I kind of got introduced to in my biology class, like, oh, so this is what no, you that do. that was like, what, eighth grade? Yeah, wow. so seventh, eighth grade. So like, That's hella late. I feel like I knew yeah. a lot at that point. Yeah, exactly. You're <laughs> <Okay. laughs> But more like, I mean, I knew of it because obviously yeah. you're reading the bible and stuff it's like oh don't do that i'm like what is it yeah you're reading leviticus and you're yeah. like ah, don't sleep with your mm-hmm. uh daughter and you're like huh i was huh? like what do you mean by huh? sleep do you like oh okay maybe i guess don't sleep because you know this that like whatever <laughs> don't like don't touch private parts kind of a thing yeah yeah um but obviously i never thought much of it like okay, okay. i know of it and mm. i know like oh you do this to have kids and babies and you're supposed to oh you it. knew that but i didn't know that yeah it's just like okay fine yeah that's it but again it was a very like sciencey yeah. <laughs> approach to it obviously it was and then i came to like eight ninth and i understood the whole process and stuff yeah. i'm like ah okay, okay i guess I now this is what it makes sense yeah. when people start kissing and la 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 yeah and this is what happens and blah yeah. blah so i would say that is my like that's introduction to wow. this topic yeah <laughs> Suddenly so scientific again. No, no, Sorry no, guys, my like, my research is it's coming out right now. Anyway. No, but like that that's so crazy because um the way we were introduced to it is mm. not from reliable sources. Yeah. Like we weren't introduced to it from information from like our church mm. or our parents yeah. or people who like actually had knowledge about it. Mm-hmm. It was from T V. Yeah. It was from shows, music shows videos. It yeah. was just like, mm. like I said, like a manufactured um, view of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. We can say that we were introduced from the culture. Yeah. Which we were kind of like. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So like now, I think that gives us a great segue into like, mm. because we were exposed to it from culture. Mm. Um, how do you think like culture views it? Mm. Um, I think the cult for culture, sex is not as big of a deal. Mm. Um, in the sense that it's just a physical thing. Yeah, and it, it is. It is what it is, and mm. it's, it's like a, playing tennis. It's it is, and you know, you, like how you were saying about it's like you need to test the car before actually you buy buying it. it. Yeah, and all uh, that, yeah. all that. Just, so yeah, I think that still persists in in this scenario as well mm. like um for a lot 
the culture just says that oh it's an exciting thing it's like um given to us as humans and we are to do it you know for yeah. pleasure but mm. at the same time it has a purpose which is to make babies but then obviously people are like oh it's that's not the only thing it's actually yeah. for pleasure and if i can do it my why why, why wait for not? it yeah. and why not do it and yeah. do it with the people you feel attracted to mm. and a lot of time attractiveness stems from this kind of pleasure feeling be like oh i wonder how it would be to do with this person and that's how they get oh, attracted okay. and things You're like talking that. about lust. yeah Ooh. see so i feel like yeah in terms of that i think the culture the cultural view of it is very mm. close to what the flesh needs mm. and i love that you touched on that yeah. yeah and it's like very much full full into that direction rather than the actual core of like why it might be existing and what's the purpose of it yeah and can it be something like just more than a physical thing mm yeah yeah i think like previously what i view culture was was probably people around me and like tv mm. i think tv was like mm. my getaway so yeah. everything that was on television was probably the cultural view and yeah. then you obviously have shows where it's like oh you meet somebody at a bar and you want to make out with them yeah. um after like Five minutes of conversation. Yeah. Um, and all these, like, that's what culture feeds you. Like, yeah. if you want to do it, do it. Yeah. You know, if you want to kiss somebody, mm. kiss a stranger, kiss a stranger, yeah. um, things like that. Um, yeah. And then, like, even shows will have, like, oh, truth or day, and the day will be like, oh, yeah. oh, just go kiss this person, make out in the closet, mm. or, you know, like, yeah. stupid things like that where you're like, yeah. Okay, mm. this is this is how culture is portraying yeah. it that like you can and you can have physical uh interactions with yeah. anybody that you feel mildly attracted, attracted to. to. Mm. Um yeah, so I think like that's one of the things and mm. like recently obviously that's that's grown. Mm. If you look at a lot of like the celebrities it's just like you're like, oh, wait, wow, this actor is just with this person. This waitress one week and then, like, moves on oh. to somebody else. Or it's, like, rappers where they're, like, sliding into everybody's DMs. They gotta go, but, like, mm. they wanna see, you know. They, literally, like, they schedule the hookup. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow, okay. It's like, yeah, like, if you follow a lot of the tea that happens on social media, it's like, Oh, this they'll be like, hey, mm. I'm gonna fly down to Miami, mm. uh, and then they'll like be messaging like an IG model, like, oh, you wanna like come up by mm. this place around this time, so it's very like, mm. kind of like, uh, like on a menu, and you can just like dial up and be like, this is what oh I want, kind of like yeah. Uber Eat, but for like you just <laughs> oh, pick up a chick yeah. whenever, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm talking about in the context yeah. of like rappers yeah. and like you know yeah people in that sphere mm. <laughs> which kind of is like my go-to for like <laughs> yeah, culture at say, this point <laughs> isn't that what you watch on yeah. tv and stuff no 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 yeah so, um and yeah. then it's like now obviously there's like the whole friends with benefits is like a total yeah. normal thing mm. uh to want somebody to satisfy you sexually but not really want to be with that person or like try to not Mm. be emotionally attached and see it like you said like like uh you're going away for the weekend to play tennis you know it's kind of just that uh and then we have like 
the whole concept of like Netflix and chill. Mm. Oh yeah. Bro. Okay, I saw like this application that was circulating online. You know when Netflix and chill became like a new thing that mm-hmm. was probably like I don't know, 2015-ish, I would say. I don't know. I don't know, but I don't know when it originated. Yeah. But, like, people were having low-key, like, applications for this, okay? So, it'd be, like, Netflix and chill. Okay. And then you put in your details, like, they want to contact you, your name, uh, location, your, like, phone number, all of that. And then you put down the terms of what you consider as chill. All right. Right? So, it's like, is that spooning? Mm. Is that... Oh, so are you okay with spooning? So these are all like tick boxes of like things you're okay with. Yeah. It's kind of like a consent form for like chilling. Chilling. <laughs> it's weird. And then it's like, are you okay with making out? Or like, you know, t- uh, the ministry of laying hands. Is it applicable in this sense? Yeah. All like you lay down the rules of yeah. chilling in this application of Netflix and chill. And I was like, Wow. Yeah. Like it's just what? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um and I then, feel like as the years goes on, you just find more and more ways and avenues to like <laughs> do things. Like. Yeah, and then I I like how you said that because can we talk about like when you go to Google and like try oh, to put down an information, yeah. you can find articles of like mm. cosmopolitan oh, yeah. vogue and all of these people mm. saying like this is how you know uh how to maintain <laughs> a good relationship yeah or, or how to make your crush look at you oh or um you know like oh when you how to change from like how to be friends to something more and I how know. to text or like yeah, how yeah. to sex yeah oh, how so to many sex, things. how to like send nudes yeah. like what type of nudes how to pose the how, what to emphasize and what what do you want to emphasize wow we clearly went around the rabbit hole <laughs> but <laughs> but like go like just google these articles yes. and people are telling like mm. there's information out there on how to navigate it not yeah. not telling you the implications or the consequences yes. of these yeah. things yeah. um which is so interesting mm. and like if that's your source of information could you imagine like mm-hmm. what type of worldview you live by mm. not only that it's so easily accessible that's yeah. also one of the key points the fact that now that we live in an age where our phones and everything around us can do a Google search and mm. it gives you tons and tons of information without having any sorts of filter. Yeah. Um, so it's as if, you know, like, okay, you're more exposed to it. Yeah. And again, it's upon you to decide if it's actually a good thing for you or a bad thing for you. Yeah. And obviously, clearly, at that point, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. A lot of people are doing, so I'm guessing it's okay. Yeah. And then you get into that that mm. thinking that a lot of people are doing. Mm. It won't be that bad. Exactly. It shouldn't be that bad. But then you don't know yourself how you are going to deal with it. Yeah. And should you actually take that path? Yeah. Is it way. really beneficial? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, like, even, like, weird things people put on, like, like even you have books mm. on you know how to navigate mm. these things and it's like oh when you're dating like don't put out the cookie before the third date oh my gosh you yeah. know so it's like oh wait 90 days mm. and then you know fiance. <laughs> <laughs> anyway but like wait 90 days yeah. or like don't sleep on the first date it's mm. like you know all these different things that Rules, they feed you yeah. that mm. you're like wait what mm-hmm. it's a lot of information mm. but no clarity mm. 
And obviously, I guess this information comes because of this thought behind which is just like, oh, it's just a physical thing. Mm. Again. Yeah. Like, it's just there, then why not do it? Yeah. And if it's meant for your pleasure, then why not access it? Mm. And, and find ways to access it. And yeah. Go for it. Like, it's, yeah. it's completely okay to do it. Mm. And so on and so forth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the crazy thing is we get that information from a culture that actually didn't invent sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Facts. Sister, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll dial it back and yeah. get into it. But, like, um, but like I said, like, you know, culture didn't create sex. Mm. Yeah, for example, like, we have this microphone for people who are wondering how our audio quality got better. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> okay, we got... We figured it out. But, like, we, when you get a microphone and you don't know how to work it, you look at the instruction manual, yeah. right? Yeah. You don't just, like, go to somebody who didn't create this product and ask for mm. how to fix it. Because mm. we tried doing that. Yes. And we didn't get substantial information. We didn't. Right? So you go to the person who created the product to understand how to work it. Yeah. Same thing with a car. Yeah. Right? You go to somebody who has the tools to know what to do. Mm. And culture didn't create sex. Hmm. I was just God. gonna put it. No human can create yeah. sex. Like, this is not something that's in our understanding of, oh, okay, like, it would have, we would have never gotten to a point where we figured out, oh, this is how we make babies. You know what mm. I mean? It happens, and then we got the science behind it. Hmm, interesting, yeah. Right? I feel like humans would have figured it out, but then it would have gone down a very wrong route. A hundred percent. So, like, I would would be like, people are curious because brains are very strong like that. Yeah. Things would happen, they'd be like, oh, this is very interesting. This This makes me feel like this. And then, oh, wait a second, what is this new thing? (laughs) Yeah, I mean. It would have been a messed up uh, thing, for sure. Uh, But I feel like no human can actually create that. Yeah, definitely. So, um, God created sex. Hmm. So at the end of the day, as a Christian, mm. if God created sex, I'm not going to go to culture mm. to figure out what do you say about sex yeah. because they don't really create it. They're just giving you options of like, do what works for you. you. Yeah. Um, they're not really saying anything substantial mm. and like they're not speaking truth. Mm. They're only giving opinions. Yeah. Um, so because God created sex, I'd rather go to him and be like, yo, how does this work though? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like Because sex is just one small part of a big equation. Yeah. And we're going to unpack a lot of it yeah. today. But I'd rather go to God and figure it out. Mm. But speaking of that, yeah, a lot of... when we say go to God, a lot of Christians don't who don't really have a relationship with God, which we didn't at that yeah. time, at... Uh, at my uh, first grade and you at like eighth grade we didn't have that relationship with god to a point where we could just go to church and ask somebody Mm -hmm. and i just want to speak into how the church is so silent about these things Mm -hmm. and um what are the implications out of them being silent on such a topic that influences everybody because as humans we are sexual beings do you have anything to say about the church's role um it is an uncomfortable topic yeah i'm I'm guessing um also the fact that church deals with so many age groups Mm. so um, 
uh, when you're talking to a newly married couple compared to, you know, like, couple or, like, old age people? <laughs> wow. <laughs> How are you going to communicate? Yeah. Because no. obviously there are different stages. Oh, wait, you're talking of, about, like, a sermon. Not sermon. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Sermon. But then... Fair. Um, but then otherwise also, I guess because sex is such an intimate thing mm-hmm. that they're like, oh, just deal with among yourselves. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll just tell you an umbrella view of it as a church, but then deal with it yourself because it's mm-hmm. such a personal and an intimate thing. It, it's something between husband and wife. Um, I, I'm guessing church is like not our place to say anything or mm. we don't want to say something and then that creates a bigger problem or that creates a picture for them and that's how they go on with it because eventually yeah. it's it's something the husband the wife and god and like how they go around it and mm. find their boundaries and things yeah. like that yeah um but saying that the church i guess has just never even brought up this issue not issue this topic yeah um yeah what, what about you um i think we're talking for like our church experience. I just want to put that out there. So in our church experience, we didn't have counseling. Yeah. At, I I don't remember having counseling until quite recently. There's no counseling of any sense in my the church I used to go to. Wow. Well, now I don't know because I yeah. don't go to that church anymore. But yeah. like at that point, yeah, there was no counseling. It yeah. Was just no. Like, same. Meh. They would do, like, a pre-marriage counseling, but no one really tells you that, like I said, the yeah. things that you do in your singleness actually mm-hmm. affect your relationship, which mm. affects your marriage. Mm. So, um, the church, I feel like, is very silent on this topic. One, because a lot of people aren't really delving into it mm. to give accurate information. Yeah. So, I'm just going to say that sometimes, as pastors, you're dealing with other issues in yeah. the church that you're not really... You're just like, this we can deal with later mm. and push it off to the side mm. uh, because you want to focus more on, like, grace mm. and, like, all mm. these uh, fundamental yeah. things about our faith that yeah. we kind of push this to the side, not realizing a lot of our issues stem from how we've been introduced to sex how we've dealt with it, yeah. uh, because it, like I said, it's not just sex. It's, it's uh, the root of it is yeah. your flesh, mm. lust, yeah. and all of that. So we mm. haven't really been taught how to deal with that, mm. and the implications of them being silent is mm. like, we get this blanket statement of like, don't have sex until you're married. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You went the same church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you went to the same church. Different branches. Uh, different branches. <laughs> uh, all Indian churches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Just don't you're just it. given that one specific statement yeah. uh, without really uh, dissecting what it is. Mm. And then you also said like, oh, it, it's like a bad thing. I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. It's like, oh, it's bad if you do it before marriage. It's like something huge. Yeah. yeah. You, you'll have yeah, huge yeah, that's consequences. What I meant. I, yeah. So do it after marriage. Yeah. And hence, we perceive it, oh, it's something bad. Yeah. Point blank period. Yeah. Without understanding the context yeah, of it. For sure. Exactly. Um, so since you're just given that blanket statement without understanding the context as to why did God say that? Yeah. What does he mean by that? Like I said, because mm. if he's the creator, then he knows something we don't. No, yeah. You mm. know what I mean? We only know a facet yeah. of 
the operation, the logistics of it, <laughs> and then the result of, of it, it yeah. is what we know. Yeah. We don't know the spiritual, yeah. emotional um, bonds that align mm. with sex. Mm. And because the church is quiet mm. and we have this blanket statement, mm. we just think, oh, okay, like it's not really that serious. Mm. It's just like a do or don't mm. type of situation. Mm. So I think the result of them being silent is people, because they don't understand it, is mm. like, they don't really take it for what it is. It is they yeah. just assume the church is just saying this just to say it. Right. Uh, and that like, God is saying this because he doesn't want me to have fun. Yeah, that's like so many people who come up and they're like, oh yeah, that's just because they don't want us to have fun. That's just because they don't want us to... Experience Enjoy freedom, all like experience life. freedom, and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. You. Mm-hmm. So I think the church is. Um, I wouldn't say it's like fully silent, but probably mostly silent. Mostly, yeah. Mostly uh, like, silent. We come from a society where you can't even hold hands in public. Well, yeah. In, in those our, days, yeah. In now, our now society, it's okay. Yeah. I guess it's okay, but still, like, I still can't do it. I, I, yeah, exactly. But like, leave my hand. Auntie's coming. Yeah, leave it. Like exactly. Like uh I still did it. Anyway, it was normal. I guess, I don't know. Bro, I see so many people do it. I think Kochi is much fast progress right now. Like, people are just doing it. Everyone's like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Bro, like, Kevin and I were engaged and I just had to be like, leave my hand. When, like, my my childhood friend and her mother were, like, walking and I was like, leave my hand. No, no, no. And I I low-key didn't even, like, introduce him to them. Wow. (laughs) It's really bad. No, yeah. I think for, um, or maybe it's just my, I don't know, for my, where I, like, Kochi and all, like, mm. it was completely okay. Um, my parents hold hands and walk all the time. Oh, that's cute. And I actually wanted to ask, like, okay, if the church is silent, our next prime example of, like, Christian mm. living is mm. usually our parents. Mm. Did you ever see your parents, like, kiss? This is just yeah. kind of weird. <laughs> like, like, on cheeks, yes. Okay. And like hugging and all, yeah. Yes. Yeah. My dad is like, eh, this thing, I think my mom is like, leave me alone. <laughs> Yo, that's the same. My dad will be the one like fighting yeah. for a kiss. My yeah. mom be like, just, just yeah. leave me alone. In yeah. front of the child. Oh, my mom's out in front of the Just leave me alone. I'm in the kitchen cooking. I'm sweating and you want to want Yeah. But um, yeah, I have like, like just that. And I want to keep it just that. Yeah, no. Not more than that. I've seen them like peck, which is. Cute. Yeah, 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 exactly. But like, yeah, that's cute. So, but at the same time, like, haven't really spoken of these things or even like, oh, what do you think about it or yeah. what's your view of it? Never, never had that conversation. Yeah, I've had but, it with my mom. Um, I think my mom's like, oh, you, you're probably smarter than I am, so yeah. I, I'm sure you know everything. The only thing she always says is like, um, just remember that you need to have discipline in life, mm. especially like have discipline um, um, in, in terms of like how you do things. Like instead of saying sex, she would say you need to be disciplined. She'll, no. she'll say like that to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And um, she'll be like, even if your parents are not around, God's always around yeah, and he's she, watching. Yeah. She'll repeat that, especially yeah, during she, my teenage time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, it's like, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And no, I know whenever she said, like, just be disciplined, she yeah. meant, like, don't, don't be out here acting yeah. like a thought. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Legit. That was my mom's code words. Yeah. <laughs> code words. <laughs> yeah. It's like we have binary decoding yeah. of it. <laughs> like, what did she mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I think with my mom, I remember once uh, Kevin came home, Kevin and like 
<laughs> Kevin and his like family came home. My mom Loki was like, "Huh, the fact that like after all these years nothing has happened <laughs> and they're good children." <laughs> and I was just like, "What did you say?" Sorry, I'm cracking up. Bro, this was like in front of Kevin and his like brother oh and his brother's no. wife. And wow. I was just like, "Your mother, man." Okay, Ma, thank you. <laughs> you had a lot of faith in me. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> she knew. She's like, I'd rather make it as difficult by saying discipline. And I was like, if yeah. you're not disciplined, yeah. you have consequences. And I was, yeah. like, scared. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'll be. Yeah. I shall be. So, yeah. yeah. So, now that we've, like, spoken about the church and what they've said, um, they've always told us sex is only good in marriage. marriage or yeah. save it for marriage. Yeah. Right, um, and I just want to preface this by saying, like, you can't always make the best decisions when you haven't been informed well. Who said right. this? Who said this? Roshini. It was the <laughs> Justin Bieber. Okay, you can only uh, he's just deal sponsored this show just Bro, because. He's a, right? Can we get some Drew merch? Bro, that is Bro. how I. I want. To. I I love his yeah. vibe. Yeah, I want okay. the t- you know the pink and white tie dye yeah. with yeah. like the yellow oh, smile. Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, okay, Justin, yeah. if you're watching, watching, listening, listening. <laughs> I mean, if you want to watch and sponsor like some yeah, of exactly. like, some of our content, it's all good. Uh, but yeah, he said like you can only deal the cards that you've been dealt with. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know. Mm. And a lot of us have just been given this blanket statement mm. without really understanding the depth of what it is yeah. because people giving us this information also don't understand, understand the depth what of is. what it is. Yeah. Um, I was like talking to my mom and she's like, I didn't know a lot of these things. Yeah. I just told you what I've heard yeah. all my whole life. Yeah. So um, kind of saying that, so we're just going to deal with why we've been told don't have mm. sex until you're married mm. and why God intends that for us. Mm. But before saying that, like, I just want to make sure people know that this is information we've learned mm. now. And it's, like I said, if you didn't have this information before, yeah. like, and you've made decisions, it's like God still forgives, exactly. God still redeems. Yeah. And it's all about... Um, you know, bringing it to the light. Yeah. Um, before before we get into the heavy topic, yeah. I just want to say like in First John chapter 1, verse 9, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. unrighteousness. Yeah. So um, we're going to deal into some like heavy things about yeah. why, uh, what sex is intended to be. Yeah. So um, I hope it doesn't come across yeah. as... Um, we're condemning anybody mm-hmm. because we just found out this information. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we just mm-hmm. want to make that clear that yeah. it's still, God is still good. God yeah. is still gracious. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, kind of want to deal into what the whole conversation with, with uh, why sex was intended for marriage. Yeah. Right? And I was kind of looking at... The Bible verse. I was like, wait, why does the Bible verse says like the two will become one, one flesh? Yeah. Right? And it's it seems like such a very like weird concept. Yeah. Because it says the husband will leave his father and, and mother, mother and cleave to his wife mm. and the two will become one flesh. Mm. Um I don't somewhere in the Bible is written. I'm just kidding. It's in yeah. the Bible. Um 
And I was kind of reading about that. Mm. And if we go back to what we spoke about, remember the last episode we were like, why do people think marriage is an institution? Yeah. In biblical context, it's actually a covenant. Yeah. It's not a institution. institution. And what does a covenant mean? A covenant is more than a commitment. Yeah. Uh, and it's more than um, a contract. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that. Mm-hmm. So a covenant is where two people come in agreement mm-hmm. and the agreement has everlasting impact. Mm-hmm. Meaning from that day up until eternity to yeah. infinity times infinity, yeah. that contract is, uh, that covenant, covenant is, is valid, valid. Yeah. right? And a lot of times a covenant is bonded with, um, with blood. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is how a lot of covenants are done. So if you look at Jesus when he died on the cross, that's also a blood covenant Mm. of eternal life Mm. because he shed his blood and there's a promise of eternal life, right? So Jesus' sacrifice is actually also a blood covenant, which also sex is. Mm. So um, when we look at that covenant, how it's intended... Mm. Let's take away all the... I know people are like, oh, you can break your hymen in like so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. Uh, but the intended agreement mm. is when two people have sex, mm. that's when that covenant is formed. Mm-hmm. So it's not the marriage. It's not mm. the vows in front of your family. It's yeah. not the white dress. It's not the tux. It's not saying, oh, I till do. death do us part, mm. I do... It's not all of that. Mm. God recognizes it as a union mm. or as a marriage mm. when you have sex with that person. Mm. <laughs> and I know that's like really Heavy. hard. Mm. That's really hard to accept yeah. because, yeah, it's just tough, yeah. right? Because we didn't, we weren't given this information yeah. when we were having urges yeah. <laughs> and we were in relationships, yeah. right? So that's how God intends. Um, that's when He sees a union Mm. he sees a marriage when two people have sex Mm. without all of the other things that we categorize as Mm -hmm, marriage mm -hmm. so when these two people come together essentially when a guy penetrates a girl there is the breaking of the hymen which Mm. is supposed to infuse blood Mm. right that is the blood covenant Mm. so that symbolizes that these two people are inseparable for the rest of eternity Mm -hmm. that their souls are tied together that's why it says the two will become one flesh. Mm. So much so that we're like sex is like uh, that agent that bonds it, mm-hmm. that that makes that physical, emotional, and um, spiritual bond mm-hmm. with this person mm. for eternity, mm. which is what a lot of people uh, recognize as soul ties. Mm. So I know that's like a lot of information, lot with, of information. which yeah. we weren't given, um, and like, yeah. Yeah, and it's like tough to hear that because I know a lot of people are like, man, if I knew this, I wouldn't have. Mm. You know what I mean? And the crazy thing is the church didn't really explain it as well Mm -hmm. as it should have. Mm. And I'm not blaming the church. It's probably because they didn't know either. You know, I I was thinking in office one day and I was like, let me just Google what Mm. Hebrew uh, context is Mm. for covenant. And like, Mm. this was all like research that I had done. Mm based on bible verses that yeah. we have and that's when i realized like wow this is deeper than that yeah so when we start thinking it thinking of sex as like a very casual thing yeah i i love this illustration it's like let's say two 
pieces of paper, right? Mm-hmm. Let's take one as red mm-hmm. and one as like yellow. Mm-hmm. And you glue them together mm-hmm. because that's what sex does. Mm-hmm. It glues people together for the rest of eternity. Mm-hmm. And now when you try to rip those two papers away, you'll notice parts of yellow on red, red and, and parts, parts of red, red on, on the yellow, yellow paper. Yeah. And the more you casually engage in yeah. sex, you're tying yourself with multiple people mm. emotionally, physically, and uh, spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I know we don't... We see the physical part of it, mm. obviously. Mm. <laughs> the emotional we experience, mm. but a lot of times we don't know what's happening with our soul. Mm. And that's what God has access to. He knows mm. what's happening with your soul when you mm. engage with somebody. Mm. So a lot of times you're like, wait, where's all this suppressed anger coming from? Mm. It's because you made yourself one with somebody who might have had those issues. Mm. I see. But then, like, I get what you... <coughs> uh, but then I get what you're saying. Uh, but I also have of people Mm. for example who say things like oh it was just physical yeah and for them it is purely about physical that's what i'm saying you you can suppress the emotional but how do you know what's happening to your spirit how do you know what's affecting your spirit Hmm. how do you know what's affecting your soul right if you're not a spiritual person you won't recognize it Hmm. because you might not have discernment Hmm. but as a spiritual person I, I don't know about you, but I know when something's off in my spirit. No, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So if you have access to God and yeah. he can show you what's happening in your spirit, you're like, mm. where is this coming, coming from? from? Yeah. So that, that mm. again points to why you should be in relationship or marriage with somebody who's actually trying to make you better, yeah. not make you worse. worse yeah. But that's, that's that whole concept mm. of two becoming one. So much so our personalities merge. Mm. Our characters come together. Mm. Your spirit and my spirit is coming together. Mm. So a lot of times we carry mm. a lot of hurt from sexual experiences. Mm. I was listening to this girl who was like, oh, every time I was with this person... He wanted me to quote unquote perform, yeah, like it, like from what he watched, watched. Yeah. right. Mm. That started to affect her self esteem, which she didn't even know yeah. until she got married. And she's like, "Where are all these feelings coming from? Right. Why do I feel like I need to put on a, a lot of energy oh. for my husband?" And then she backtracked it to this experience experience, which was casual Mm. so a lot of times we don't know what we're carrying out Mm. um Mm. into our lives until we come to a different moment and we're like "Eh, Mm. sorry Mm. what was that and then you and if you really want to backtrack and find out it might actually be remnants Mm. of a sexual experience because i said sex is supposed to be a bonding Mm. agent Mm. um yeah does that okay. make sense? It makes sense. But at the same time, like, see, this is kind of like a revelation which you've understood. Yeah. Because obviously we are Christians and um, we look at Bible and eventually to God yeah. for all our answers. Mm. Um, so for non-Christians, it yeah. makes sense. They'll just like go for it and not understand the yeah. whole, 100%. Whole, whole, whole like explanation or... Mm what it is and stuff but at the same time there are so many like christians mm. in church yeah who would who don't still want yeah. go for such things it's very simple it's more so of like 
okay sometimes you make an informed decision sometimes you make yeah. uh, an a decision which is not informed mm-hmm. if you've made a decision that's not informed based on everything i've just said and you and you're like okay now i get it and i have to like check my spirit mm-hmm. okay that's great mm-hmm. right and then there will also be some people who would make an un- uninformed mm-hmm. decision get the facts and be like yeah but i still want to deal with my flesh so my question when it comes to christians yeah. uh, once you have this information do you want to change your change how you look at it or not mm-hmm. is more so from this point onwards because you have the information you get to choose if you're going to feed your spirit or mm. you're going to feed your flesh so um speaking about feeding the flesh right yeah. should we also kind of um speak a little about dealing with lust yeah so a lot of times because how everything is so easily accessible it goes on to say when you're feeling things you can just like go grab your phone or devices and then yeah um view things and stuff. Yeah. So um yeah, I'm guessing it's also it goes to say that it's just not an outward expression but also see what the source of it is, right? Yeah. And the source is most often lust. Mm. Because that's a desire we're all like born with. Mm. We're still human. Mm. So that is still part of the flesh. Mm. The outward expression is obviously very different. Yeah. It could come in <laughs> you know god forbid mm. cheating mm. that could be an outward expression mm. of the lust that you haven't dealt yeah. with um and then it could also be viewing sexual content on the internet yeah. um it there are different avenues but the source of all of it is lust. lust yeah and um like i think bro i feel like i'm talking too much but please stop me when when you want mm-hmm. but i always felt like the more so this is something i've definitely struggled with being exposed to sexual content at such a young age yeah. i think i've like now looking back at all those years uh, i've always noticed that like what you think is a very small step and is like very inconsequential mm-hmm. actually is breaking a threshold right you know what i mean and it's like the more um because you have an appetite for it the more you feed it mm, the, the more it expands, expands. yeah yeah it uh, it's kind of like that stranger things uh reference I was telling yeah. you earlier but i don't know which season but like dustin has that little demi <laughs> something Dustin. yeah, yeah it's like that thing no i, f- I forgot else. the name of yeah, it yeah, but yeah. like that little thing and he starts feeding yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And so much so in this the spoiler alert, but in the season finale like it actually kills somebody's boyfriend Boy or something. Born, yeah. So that's essentially what lust does. I know that's mm-hmm. such a like stupid example you might think, mm-hmm. but that's what it does. It's like yeah. the more you feed it, the more it grows yeah. and grows and you're not really dealing with how to um like how to n- not suppress it, but how to put in those checks. Mhm. Um and if you don't deal with it, guess what when you get into a relationship or you're married, that person has to deal with the implications of your lust. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Whatever that looks like. Yeah. If that looks like porn, that person has to deal with the fact that you watch porn. Mm, true. Because just because you're with somebody, that doesn't go, go away. away. Yeah. Because you've almost 
fed that into your appetite that is part of your system, system now. oh my god yeah that's very true I you know that yeah the more you engage with it the more you're going to like grow an appetite for it yeah, yeah like completely and understanding I, and i just want i want you to talk about maybe the difference between lust and having urges hmm that's a very good point yeah Wow, okay. I don't know. I I, I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, I don't know how that came out of my mouth, honestly. Wow. Want urges. Well, I, obviously, urges, if not controlled, yeah. um, leads to lust. You Do you think? think? So? I think lust is a. I think urges is more of a body function yeah and lust is more to do with your mind yeah but then if you don't control your body functions wouldn't you look for things and then that could grow into i I would say like urges are good yeah but you don't have to engage with them mm-hmm. yeah that's what i'm i'm trying to say like yeah. if you if yeah. you start lo- okay I get what you're yeah, saying yeah. so if you're trying to look at how you can satisfy those urges yeah. you're feeding your yeah, lust yeah, yeah, is yeah, what yeah. you're trying to say yeah exactly uh, <laughs> okay oh my gosh thanks <laughs> <laughs> yeah just a reader translation for you <laughs> I need a reader translation at all times for this <laughs> no but uh, yeah no that is very true I feel like I also appreciate because, your yeah. urges because yeah that's like when god made you he also made you as a sexual being so mm. urges are good mm. i cannot wait for the day when i can manifest mm. those urges in my marriage mm. okay praise the lord yeah. hallelujah that's gonna be a great day mm. days might I say. <laughs> no, okay. but like um yeah so you don't have to engage with them yeah until it's the right time yeah um, and if you prematurely try to engage with them, it's just going to be consequential in the sense of feeding that lustful appetite. Mm. Um, and do you feel like lust can also affect marriage? Mm. Yeah, I think it can. Okay. Because if, if, if supposedly... Uh, I feel like I need to Google what lust actually means. Okay, let's just let's just pull up a reference for people and read out the definition according to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> See here in dictionary, lust is um, strong sexual desire or have strong sexual desire for someone. Okay. So in marriage, mm. I feel like if we. If you, mm, I feel like it's, I, I don't think lust means the same thing in a biblical context, though. Yeah. It's not a desire. Yeah, yeah. this is such a boiled down version. I right? Think. Isn't it so watered down? Yeah. Guys, don't Google lust meaning. It doesn't give you the right definition. <laughs> Just like maybe lust, lust biblical, biblical meaning might definition. give us something. Lust is kind of, oh, capitalism. I don't want to know capitalism. <laughs> we don't. Bible study tools. A strong craving or desire, often to sexual nature. It's more so desire, but in the wrong connotation. Mm. It's because, like, what I'm reading is like strong desire that is negative and mm. forbidden. Mm. Yeah, 
it's a very mental thing for me. I agree with that. Because I, I don't um I think having the urge yeah is good. Yeah. Because like ooh when that husband yeah. come it's great. Hmm. Uh, because that's what God intended. Like, mm. he doesn't give you a sex drive for no reason. Mm. You know, God mm. created your sex drive. So that's good for when you come together in marriage. But in, I feel like if you're trying to please that on your own, um, then I think that's where you start to desire people that you should probably not mm. be looking at. Or mm. looking at... Um, a person of the opposite sex and wondering what they would like mm. would be like in bed yes. or like wanting yeah. them to touch you and grope you or whatever i don't know <laughs> i don't know ah. i'm just saying there's weird people have weird you can, things you can tell how in like how like uh, late i am to this that even listening to it now i'm just like i don't want to listen to it <laughs> but um yeah dealing with lust i think people if you don't deal with it or even recognize that it's a problem i feel like it has a lot of impact hmm. on not just the person you're with but could you imagine like in marriage where you have don't you uh, have that desire to you know want to do specific things or like hmm. and if that person can't like doesn't it's not the time of day for this homeboy sit down hmm. Uh, could you imagine the avenues you would go to Dude. to get what you want to get in yeah. that moment? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it does affect your marriage if you don't deal with that desire of somebody saying, not now, mm. later. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bro, I was actually thinking about this. Like, okay, David in the Bible had a lust problem. Yeah. Homeboy was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. out here. He was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Homeboy was like creepy Tom looking at Bachigo <laughs> when she was like oh taking. Gosh, yeah. Anyway, but like you see that because he didn't deal with his lust, mm. who was the product of that lust? Um, Solomon, yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about Solomon? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Solomon. Just... David, because he didn't deal with his lust, Solomon had a bigger lust, lust problem. problem. Yeah. So we need to recognize that it's a generational impact mm. because if you're a product of both my flesh and my spirit, yeah. then what is my flesh actually putting mm. into this person that is being born? Mm. Because a lot of times uh, I feel like lust is such a tool of the enemy because it's the quickest thing to lead you astray. Mm. Like, because... That's, yeah, I agree with that. I feel like... A lot of people can be strong in so many other avenues, not avenues, um, a lot of people can be strong in so many other areas, um, areas. Yeah. but when it comes to this, it's, it's so a struggle. Str- it's so hard. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a big struggle. Yeah. And I feel like this is where even like the kind of the devil knows that, yeah, yeah this is going to be difficult. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree because that's, um, that's a sin that takes up so much of our flesh. Yeah. Um, and it, that it kind of like messes up everything, not just your body, your mental, yeah. um, your brain, your soul, your yeah. relationship with our people, people around, around you, you, your relationship with yeah. God, because yeah. you're feeling guilty, but at the same oh time God. you're asking and re- repenting to people and yeah. the trust is lost yeah. because, um, I remember Pastor Mike said this 
he said like trust is lost in buckets mm. and earned in, in drop drop yeah i remember this yeah. and i was like yeah Oof, that's that is and could you imagine like a month of not even a month let's say one night of leading with your flesh how that's going to impact the next 5 years with mm. your wife mm. yeah for example and i'm not saying that like only men cheat women cheat too yeah. but i'm just giving you the context yeah. like if one one single moment mm. can actually affect your relationships for the i don't know next 5 to 7 years mm. because trust is lost mm. you know um yeah and i think like like you said it's that appetite that mm. if you starve it then Mm. you can actually do that you have the power to do that and mm. i don't want anyone to think like oh i have to i have to engage with all these feelings mm. that i'm feeling mm. i have realized that i can say no it actually yeah. i think it takes like 0.8 seconds mm. before your brain when you think a thought for your brain to actually do something about Got it, it. Mm. like for example like you think about something you google what mm. whatever that is right between that thought and that action is like about 8 seconds. Mm. So if in that 8 seconds my discernment and my spirit can get in there and be like no. No. Yeah. You like <laughs> I always play the bad scenario. Mm. I was like imagine you do this and this happens and this happens mm. this happens like imagine all the worst scenarios and I'll be like yeah no. Yeah. Let's stop. Let's stop. Yeah. Um so I think that goes into developing self-control yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um can we talk about self control? Yeah. Um can we talk about it like spirits? maybe in Yeah, it is a fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh as much as it's a fruit of the spirit, we also have to be very um disciplined in how yeah. we live with lust, right? Yeah. It's understanding your body, but also going by um what you know. Yeah. As well. But do we want to talk about uh maybe boundaries when it comes to relationships speaking of like self control yeah. yeah yeah i think um it's hard especially we're right? assuming so, relationships this yeah. is like before marriage yeah, in exactly. a christian context in a christian context you are dating um possibly you know having a future where you know you're going to marry this person but you know it's just not the right time because yeah. life is you know you're working out life yeah in that phase of life um um self control is definitely a key I'm, yeah. i'm i'm guessing not guessing yeah i'm hoping it is yeah and um in terms of boundaries since see for me no one we never had such conversations yeah nobody told me boundaries not, not even with my friends because yeah. like talking about it is like oh you've what you've done what and like yeah. i'm i'm scared that there's just going to be a lot of judgment and yeah. i don't want even to talk to my friends about it yeah right so like judgment or like Okay, judgment. Okay. Yeah. No, because like there are a group of friends who will actually be very encouraging of like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, go 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 do this. Have you tried this?" That that oh. would probably be me if you were married, I'd be like encouraging. <laughs> if you. I were married, <laughs> yes, but if you're not married, then oh, okay, because cool, you're cool. talking about before marriage. No, right no, now, no. Right? I, no, because some people surround themselves with people who might encourage that even though they know your faith might tell you different. You know what I mean? Mm. like you might be around people mm. who might be like i know this is what you believe mm. but 
you should try this. You should uh, do this. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. instigators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you didn't have that. You mm-hmm. had very yeah. Okay. No, but even like I, I did have that, but I was just like, no, no, no. This is not it. Like this yeah. is not what the like not supposed to do it. Yeah. Only after marriage and stuff. So mm. that. More than anything, I think it was my mom. Just keep it, keep a good discipline. discipline. So that kept ringing in my head. And yeah. I was like, I don't want to disappoint my mom, so I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Um, so, but then when it comes to boundaries, like yeah. how much is okay and how much is not, was always Such, something yeah. which I always, yeah, like, yeah. and I always had it in my mind. So you're like the first person I actually asked this question to. Yeah, I remember Because <laughs> I was like, it's like weird silence and suddenly <laughs> I was like, where this question came from? <laughs> Because I have, I haven't had any Christian friend who would be able to kind of understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. Because obviously non-Christians, they're like, just do what you feel like doing and it's okay. Yeah. When you want to stop, yeah. When yeah. you want to stop, you Don't stop. Listen. Uh, Don't listen to your body. Yeah, listen if I to listen to spirit. my body, then ugh. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, that's why when I asked you, I was just like, so what, what do you think about boundaries? What is okay and what is not okay? Yeah. Um, and I like what you kind of answered to well, I don't even remember. <laughs> um, I think it was, I think it was about how you just said that it's, it's got to do, it was just like, <sighs> wait, let me think. Bro, this was six months ago. This is a very long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was around something about like how, um, see, Was this to do with boundaries in relationship or like boundaries with yourself? What was it? With self. Okay, cool. Just yeah. want to clarify. Okay, yeah. I think, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, see, if you already have crossed the boundaries, you would want to keep crossing it. Yeah. So, and once you do that, do you feel that you're going to be okay with that? Mm-hmm. And once you realize that you're not, then you understand that, you know, you kind of like talk about it. Be like, so yeah so like what's what's happening like do you think this is okay do you think this is not okay Mm. um and kind of see how you feel about and if it's making you feel guilty then just like stop yeah try not to yeah just i think just to give context i think we we were talking about it from a relationship perspective right not with self relationship perspective and i think the point was when it comes to setting boundaries like we said, we're only taught don't have sex. Yeah. But we know there's a lot of lot of things that before sex. Before <laughs> sex that yeah. if you engage in, yeah, then it could possibly yeah. lead that way. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And I think like this stuck with me for a very long time. Whatever boundary you do have, you like once you cross a boundary, you can never go back to just yeah. holding hands. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, we're holding hands. It's great. Mm-hmm. Now it's start making out. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, holding hands is cool, but like, let's mm-hmm. make out. Mm-hmm. You know? And then like, when it develops further, you're like, oh, let, j- just touch me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't know why I <laughs> said it like that. was very disturbing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but like, um, but once you cross a, a specific threshold or a boundary, yeah. it's, very difficult to go back Mm. and i think one thing i regret is (laughs) well one thing i regret with my relationship is we didn't set those boundaries like additional boundaries yeah but that makes um, sense because we don't know we never we were never told Exactly. exactly so we were like 
oh, this feels good in yeah. the moment. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, oh, oh, oh okay, that, that feels yeah. good. And but then, after is when you're like, After the fact, yeah. I was like, I, I remember I would go home and be like, oh, I kind of feel guilty that mm. that happened. Mm. And the best part of having transparency is to be like, yeah, hey, I know this was cool. I Honestly saying, I liked it. But I, yeah. I'm starting to feel a little guilt. Yeah. Okay. And then open up that conversation. Yeah. Um, uh, for people who are probably like not in relationships, I would say make it more clear when you are entering one. Mm-hmm. Make it more clear what those boundaries are. But mm-hmm. for people who were in our situation who didn't even know those boundaries and then like you're trying to discover and you're like, oh, wait. Like when you start to feel that guilt, then open up that conversation. Mm. Because if it's a boundary for you, mm. you should also make sure that other person knows that it's it a, boundary. a boundary. Yeah. So you need to have that clear communication. Yeah. And when it comes to um this is another thing, like when it comes to relationships, do you feel like if we don't set boundaries, we're engaging our mind a lot more in in sexual activity with this person virtually? If virtually not, as in like in your mind in your mind yeah but so when you're not in having those boundaries yeah i think so because um it's as if saying oh we tried this today next time maybe we could do more more yeah. and then you're thinking about it and yeah. engaging your mind into that yeah. but then if you set boundaries you're automatically telling yourself yes but not now yeah and then you kind of like and it's a very healthy i Mm. think it's healthy as long as you realize the boundary is not like a forever thing yeah yeah yeah, exactly yeah yeah like and yeah as 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 you mentioned if you know that this is going to lead into a very wrong direction Mm. and if you understand that then you wouldn't want to go in that yeah um area as well right so yeah I think for me, apart from just having boundaries in terms of this is what we're doing, we're not doing, uh, it's also recognizing like, hey, when we hang out, I don't want to be coming over to your place when nobody's there. Hmm. Uh, for me, that was like, because, hmm. uh, honey, <laughs> it ain't going to be easy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, even even trying to make sure like, we're not trying to be by ourselves mm-hmm. um as much as of a good opportunity it is, is you know <laughs> yeah. like not trying to do those things yeah. and yeah because hmm. i think it definitely crossed a lot of boundaries early yeah. on and we were like okay yeah. i don't know how we feel about this yeah. like it's nice in the moment and you enjoy it because your flesh is like exactly. yes this is what i wanted <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um I I rather not deal with that guilt and enjoy it further when when it is in that container Continuous. of marriage. Mm. Um yeah. But speaking of that because we didn't have bound like we didn't set the boundaries in our relationship. Would you set boundaries in marriage? Ooh, good question. Uh see. I think in marriage the boundaries would stem from what the person is comfortable doing and not comfortable doing okay so supposedly you want to try something but that person is just like uh yeah not really into into it into it then i guess that is where conversation conversation and this is why yeah this is why you need like that transparency of being like you should be okay with saying 
Yeah, no, and I don't like it. Yeah, because again, that is the person's desire, which means it's coming from their flesh. Yeah. You don't have to satisfy every fleshly desire. Yeah. Um, it's a conversation of saying, hey, I'm not totally comfortable with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, like, we'll see how we go. I'll try to ease into it. If I'm not comfortable, I'm exactly. going to let you know. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. But definitely, because like, the, yeah. like I said, we're going to deal with this a little uh, later. But like, what we've learned in terms of like, what sex looks like mm-hmm. and like, positions and mm. all these weird stuff which start to affect our mind yeah. once we view it and yeah. then we just automatically expect this person to be okay with okay it. with it, yeah. Yeah, it's more of like being in mutual <laughs> understanding in terms of that. Um, yeah. yeah, no, but I think that's given me a whole different perspective yeah. on like boundaries and marriage. Yeah. I have to call Kevin right now. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, as usual, I'm going to complain. Uh, yeah so okay now that we talk about boundaries um what else do we want to talk about do you want to talk about we we did talk about disciplining your flesh having self-control yeah and put as many um barriers as you can Mm. you know what i mean Mm. if you if you're not trying to reach somewhere yeah build a wall as high as you can Yeah. You know what I mean? I think you should kind of also understand what kind of um what 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 triggers you. Yeah, so, think about that. Yeah, in the sense like if you know like oh, okay, like supposedly you're watching something or something and oh, this kind of makes me want to want. look up for it more. Ah, uh, yeah. And what is that thing? And yeah. like um and then try to kind of discipline yourself like yeah. Okay, this is this not one thing. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I'm not going to engage myself yeah. in this. If in case it happens, what are my actions towards it? Yeah. And be like, I should I talk to my friend about it? Yeah. Let them know. So as you mentioned before, let them know if like, oh, hey, this is how I'm feeling. Like, go, like... like keep me in check. Keep, keep me in check. Yeah. So again, I guess you kind of understand yourself better first mm. and then see where you are bound to kind of slip away, bound mm. to kind of, you know, mm, like feel helpless yeah. so much so that you want to yeah. dwell into it. Yeah. And then you kind of develop your self-discipline in this matter here. That, mm. okay, this is where I need to control things. This is where I need to um, um, find myself... Um, like have a friend talk to me or have mm. someone actually make me understand that this is not the right thing to do and yeah things like that so uh, like take a practical approach to these things yeah and i think definitely self-reflect about your yeah. triggers like what triggers that yeah. lust yeah it, it you can have urges i mean yeah that's fine urges are understandable urges are true. understandable you just squeeze those legs together and you're good <laughs> yeah. it's not what i <laughs> that's what i did uh, <laughs> I don't know why I just said that. But... Very transparent to it, okay? Uh, very transparent. Uh, but, yeah, urges are fine. But when it starts to bleed into uh, lust and mm. trying to engage your mind mm. in um, in sexual activity, mm. I think there was this study where, which said, like, the more sexual, um, like... Exposure you get. Exposure or even thoughts yeah. and fantasies that you run in your yeah. brain, you actually get that same high as when you're having sex. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 
wow. So I'm gonna pull up that study yeah, later, yeah. but I I very distinctly remember reading that, and I was like, interesting. So you don't even need to have nobody. Mm-hmm. You just engage it all in your mind, and you can feel that high. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That kind of like um I feel goes back to what you said that um you like for God sex is what's a covenant because yeah. a lot of people like marriages and sexes mm. so this high is obviously it's kind of like bonding yeah, experience yeah that bonding experience and yeah. wh- what was that thing that we read earlier um, um I think I've written it somewhere um oh, we're gonna find it yeah. but it's it's this which oh okay let's let's segue into it what did so we were reading this article about moral revolution mm-hmm. Uh, do you mm-hmm. just want to say what they quickly said? They said that when you're viewing porn, you're creating a sexual bond with your fantasies. Wow. And I think that's a very um, strong and yeah. factful statement. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's not, like, it doesn't even just have to be porn. It's you rerun. Re- yeah. Could you imagine, like, I've done this. In like, these after days, having, like, a good, you know. Yeah. Like, you can rerun yeah, that yeah. in your brain when oh, you're true. asleep and then you're like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's also creating that mm-hmm. sexual bond with that fantasy oh, or yeah. that memory of, yeah. you know, what true. happened. Yeah, very true. Oh, my God. But, like, because they were talking about porn, do you want to get into one of the avenues for your lust? <laughs> <laughs> Pornography. Pornography, yeah. I which also it's... the church is very silent about. Yeah, but then it's it's just, um, it's just there everywhere. Like no yeah. one wants to really. I've heard a few pastors actually speak about it, which mm. I'm really like glad they do. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and um, but yeah, it's 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 true, and I feel like now I think we've gotten to a point where it's normal when people have engaged themselves yeah. into watching do you think these things. It's okay, honestly, on my Instagram. I had to unfollow specific people because it became so normal for me to see their plastic butt just uh, like yeah. wiggling mm. on my Instagram I feed. I had what? <laughs> okay, Cardi B. Oh, it's okay. Cardi. No, I had to unfollow Nicki Minaj. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't follow her. Yeah, I, I had to follow unfollow a lot of people because I was like, yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-mm-mm. Why? No, why am I? Mm, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. And it's not just on the sites that you can like go and look up. Mm. It's like everywhere. It's on mm. social media. Mm. It's like Instagram models. Yeah. It's just yeah. 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 Uh, but we See, found like yeah st- a few stats. Yeah. And yeah. It kind of like talks about on how people perceive it, mm-hmm. and it says that ninety percent of teens and ninety six of young adults are either encouraging, accepting, oh. or neutral when they talk about porn with their friends. Wow. So Which it's just like, a natural conversation. Yeah. I mean, in a way, it's good that these conversations are open and happening because but then what's the encouraging yeah what's the content yeah. though yeah. is it like yeah. have you looked up so 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 and so or mm. have you looked up mm. or like imagine a friend is showing this particular content to content another friend. like hey did you watch this maybe it's like amazing maybe it'll work yeah up or something which is disgusting it's kind of weird could you imagine like oh no 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 both of us are very visual yeah i can't do this uh but 
like think of those teens though mm. other 15 year olds are showing other 15 year olds this is what sex looks like mm. because your teachers aren't telling you about it exactly. your parents aren't telling you about it church yeah. isn't telling you about it yeah. your only viable source at this point is the internet, internet and you're getting information on like what to do what not to do yeah. from such a manufactured source yeah. that other 15 year olds are sharing, sharing with it. other 15 yeah. year olds mm, exactly it's weird it's just not right yeah and um, the same uh, page also mentions that how just 55 percent of adults 25 and older believe porn is wrong. So, wait. Just, so the other 50... We're really bad in math. Uh, 45. 45. <laughs> <laughs> the other 45%, they are like, yeah, this is cool. This is cool. This is, wow. And, and her, why do you... Yeah, I think... I mean, I, I wouldn't say that it's... Sorry, I, I just wouldn't say that it's their fault for them to think yeah, it's right yeah. or wrong only because we haven't been given like proper scientific facts yeah. as to how this messes up with our brain. We mm. know how it would work from a spiritual standpoint mm. because mm. we've acquired the resource. Mm. But it can also affect your brains. Like there's probably mm. a scientific study out mm. there mm. about how pornography... I remember I read this article, I don't know, this DJ was so addicted to porn and, like, masturbating that, bro, he... Like, the doctor had to be like, you need to stop. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. Like, he had oversaturated oh, his brain wow. to a point where nothing satisfied <gasps> him. Wow. He was like, I would go through, like, 50 pages and not find anything oh that I wanted gosh. to watch. And I remember reading this article and I was like... Like, oh what was your childhood like? Like, yeah. like you, you know what I mean? If the, you're always constantly trying to feed that appetite mm. and, like, have those thoughts in your head, mm. the more you think about it, the more you want it, the more you act on it, mm. right? And that cycle continues. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's actually appalling. Yeah. I remember I read it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was probably, like, I don't know, mm. five, six years ago, I think. See, like... Obviously, this is a lot to do with, like, giving into your flesh and mm. that pleasure. And as you said, the high of going through this whole Emo- yeah. emotion. And your hormones. And, yeah, Hormones. Exactly. Hormones. <laughs> I don't know what you said. But, yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. Do you have that more means, stats for us, bro? There's so much, though. Um, look at this. Only 43% of teen believe porn is bad for society, compared to 31% of young adults, 18 to 24, 51% of millennials, Just 41%, 44% Gen Xers, and 59% of boomers. So basically, a lot of majority of people think it's okay. okay. And it's okay to engage and yeah. to watch or whatever. Yeah. And obviously, like, if you think that when you're a teen... Yeah. And then when you carries, grow up... Yeah. Like... And then the value of sex itself is, is lost. Is dumbed down to... Exactly. Yeah. And it's not even... It's not even real people doing real stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very manufactured. Yeah. Right? And, and what you... And as a kid, for example, as yeah. a teen, you're exposed to this manufactured way of thing and thinking that, oh... This is how it's done. This is what the girl would want. Yeah. And then now you're starting to choke this chick and yeah. she's like, what is happening, bro? Yeah. But like, again, even if young girls, young yeah. teen girls are like, oh, maybe this is how I need to so that I would be able to please a man. Please a man. Which is 
completely manufactured yeah and then the dissatisfaction and then like moving from one person to another person to yeah. find that satisfaction yeah it's which, never gonna work exactly. though yeah yeah which is so sad oh, it's it's a brain. it's a cycle that you get sucked into yeah and like what from like my experience it's again it's like you get sucked into that cycle that like that DJ, like, mm. to a point where you're like, nothing really satisfies in me anymore. Yeah. But I still have these urges and I don't know what yeah. to do with them. Yeah. And it, it's, it's like a very scary, dark place. You're mm. like, how did I get to this point? Mm. And it goes back to self-control because you didn't put enough thresholds. Yeah. It's like you're feeding it more and more, more. to a point that it's now consuming you. you. Mm, that's um, true. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, recently there was an article about how um, this popular website um, had videos and was responsible for um, child trafficking and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which oh, is, my God. Wow. Well, Appalling. Yeah. Like, I mean, but and I'm not surprised yeah, because not, yeah. it is... Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And the thing is, this is how the world is. So many... Um, like you know like we are grateful and thankful that we are protected and stuff but then there yeah. are people out there yeah. who are literally being used and it's just sad and, it is. and and for what for people to just watch and yeah. and think that it's okay and i've also i also read a study where it said like you know these sites are a gateway for pedophiles mm. which i think now they're yeah. starting to like actually cater to that which is so sick mm. you know what i mean mm. uh, and i can't even like mm. talk about this anymore but we're mm-hmm. talking but i think the reason we're bringing it up is mm. only because this is what lust can do, do and yeah. this is how lust can consume you yeah. and like i said if you're not really spending your time living in your purpose but yeah. gratifying this you're going to be stuck in a in very the, dark yeah. place yeah. and with lust i feel like it can really um i don't know it, it, it can just overtake you mm. if you don't put in those right measures mm. to deal with it and could you imagine you go through all that and then now you're in a relationship with somebody and they have to deal with the fact mm. that you're dealing with this mm. because you haven't healed yourself. Yeah. It's like a lot to put that other person through as well. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And I think we need to be super careful of how we engage our mind, yeah. our desires, mm. understand it's good, but mm. also realize like this is not the avenue mm. for it. Mm. This is what the society is saying is like feeding us yeah. to consume and you don't have to take yeah. you don't have to take the pill that's handed mm, to you yeah you know while you were saying this like this is what it came to my mind i think i read it somewhere or someone said it like see if you're um if you are not filled with the word of god yeah you get filled with every other things wow right and this is one of the easiest way for like the devil to just be like hey watch yeah given how everything is like so accessible on the tip of your hand right google chrome is right next to your bible app (laughs) yeah (laughs) not only that like if this is how teens are thinking imagine Mm. going to school you what are those conversations exactly and you as a christian child you know it's wrong yeah um but obviously you're not as like 
you you're still in in your learning stages like of what the bible says and stuff yeah obviously if someone says this is wrong mm. but then if bible says this is wrong but then your friends are like it's actually pretty cool though you know what you yeah and you you'd be like i, I want i want to do what my friends are doing a lot of people were prematurely exposed to it mm-hmm. only because it like somebody showed it to them or somebody suggested or like mm. it's curiosity mm. and things like that yeah, you know exactly. so like in the bible in ecclesiastes like solomon says don't awaken love until it's the right time mm. and love in that context is desire, desire. Yeah. so i think like that's such a key thing for us mm. to remember when it comes to this topic yeah. Um, yeah. it's yeah. It, as you said it's, it's like it's there and as humans obviously you are going to face these challenges but i think you should just remind yourself that instead of filling yourself with this and yeah. like the urges you're going through and letting your mind wander into this direction mm. let your like take that active um initiation to go and like read or pray and like actually tell god that this is what you're struggling yeah seek help from your friends be like i'm so like going through this like yeah. help me out yeah can we talk about this like mm-hmm. let me do do something like it's okay like it's completely fine if yeah. you know you're feeling or having the urges to or have gone through it seen mm. through it like yeah. it's completely okay Go- going back to what you said sometimes and a lot of time we operate from lack of information but yeah. now that you're kind of understanding and um getting that information yeah and you have the right sources right sources seek for the help you need to at yeah. the right time before it gets worse exactly i love that you said that like treat the problem now mm. before it gets yeah. worse you like we don't have to wait till a point to say oh yeah i need mm. help you know what i mean yeah like treat it when like when it's right at it exactly. at its root yeah. you know what i mean yeah. you can uproot a, a tree when yeah. it's in the it, yeah. it's a seed and it's just about yeah. to sprout but once it becomes a whole damn tree mm. like it takes a lot oh, of effort right. to approve yeah. it. And if you don't so, talk about it, no one's going to know. Bring so it to no the light. One, yeah, exactly. And no one's going to like um actually tell you or be helpful. Like don't be scared of people judging judging you or whatever. If they do, then it's 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 on them. Yeah. Like honestly, it's like it tells them, you a lot about them. them. Yeah, like it's okay if yeah. you have an experience where you actually went on to someone and that person is just like, oh, just deal with it or, you know, like brushed it off or yeah. gave like judgmental comments. There will be people who know how to deal with exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Like don't give up on like just reaching out for help. And, 100%. And thinking yourself that I'll just pray and I'll just figure it out myself. No, there, um, there are more tools than just praying yeah. about it. And I know like you ask the Holy Spirit, mm. but at the same time we need to... Um, we need to do our part in mm, this. Like yeah. self-control is as much as it's the fruit of the spirit, it's also on us to be mindful, yeah. act out of wisdom yeah. and apply the right tools True, when exactly. possible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but speaking of like lust in relationships, mm. we spoke about like, you know, pornography mm. and like dealing with that. Mm. But like now as much as you want to see professional people on a website do whatever. <laughs> professional people, I mean, yeah. that's what they call themselves, right? I yeah. don't know. I don't know what they call themselves. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But um, there's also... There's also, like, casual nudes that 
gets sent around sexting oh my gosh, and things yeah. like that which is now part of our culture yeah. um which is crazy mm. uh but it, it's so it common it and also, like yeah. there are a couple of facts that we actually found mm-hmm. uh let me just look it up real quick sexting is so common it's 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 as if like um have you um, ever sexted I yeah, think that's yeah. the right term. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, sexted with like words, picture, pictures like nudes. So we'll describe it as like sexting and nudes. Mm, so okay. sexting has mm. like, have you engaged in texting? Me? Yeah. Do you want me to answer? Let's say our answer on three. One, two, three. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Well, it gets hard when it's long distance, yo. Yeah, no. And I think that's where it starts. I'm kidding. No, it's not just that. It's like, um, I don't know. It's like, it's like you need an avenue for those yeah. urges. And it seems super mm. um, inconsequential or yeah. not harmful yeah, at yeah. all. Because you're yeah. just like, I'm just going to tell you what I want to do to you if you were here. Yeah. Uh, type of thing. Yeah. And kind of just start off like that, like phone sex is such mm-hmm. a big thing mm-hmm. when it comes to long distance. I know because I've Googled it. Yeah. Um, no. Mm. But it's, true. it's like all these things are very common in our culture. And like you said, we, we were both like long distance, so mm. that was part of our relationship. Mm. Um, but what do you feel, how do you feel like it impacted you, like, or your brain or how you operate? For me, I mean, it was exciting. I guess it's because obviously long distance relationship and just yeah. how you said that it's like a non harmful thing. Yeah, so it's okay and whatever. Yeah, but then at the same time, it could also lead to like, what more can we do? Yeah. And Ooh. then and then like one thing leads to another. Yeah, and like and then it's just it's just like why yeah. is this happening where is this going though where is this going <laughs> it just inviting urges that not nothing's happening yeah but at the same time um i was always like oh if these things get leaked i'm dead yeah no legit <laughs> and like cybersecurity is obviously a big concern yeah and um like yeah so I, a lot of time i'll be like i'll, I'll well, I, like it's going on but then I'm like okay we need to turn it down and not yeah, yeah. like, or just Stop. give me a call or like something yeah but then at the same time I can't do calls either because I get so shy I'll be like giggling out that I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, so funny to yeah. say it out loud yeah, I can't exactly. say it out loud yeah um, but yeah but um, what were you I think it's a very visual person that I am um, I think a lot of things that I would say obviously I would have to visualize oh for sure to say it yeah 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 which then would add more to the mm. visuals running in my head. Yeah. Uh, which I realized was not healthy because if this... Sorry, Kevin. But, like, if this isn't my husband, just, like, just no, saying. No, of course. That but makes if sense. this isn't my husband, then I'm creating it a sexual bond with the so fantasy much, yeah. in my head mm. with this person's face. Wow. True. That when I do like meet my husband and I'm like, why are these it's, things in my head? Yeah. Because you formed a spiritual bond mm, with those fantasies. Yeah. Um, like and I never, I never want to give the, the devil enough tools yeah, to uh, come yeah. and bite me in my butt. You know oh what gosh. I mean? This um, is like devil's playground. This, this whole, it is. This it whole is. Thing. It's the easiest thing to exactly. let someone slip mm. and 
Yeah. Yeah, but like coming back to sexting, mm. I wanted to like read a couple of facts. Mm. So, um, so actually, forty percent of people or like teenage girls do it as a joke. Mm. Sending sending nudes as a joke. Sending nudes as a joke. Yeah, bro. How confident are you in your body, bro? Bro, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. Way too fat, sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's so crazy because, like, if you look at who's gonna receive these yeah uh, nudes, it's like seventeen percent mm. of who receives them yeah shares them with their friends. Wow. And those people who have the secondhand nudes at this point, they, they have 50% likelihood of them sharing it again. Oh my gosh. See, this is what I was talking about, the security, security. thing. Because, yeah, like... You never know. Yeah. And, like, could you imagine if you're at an immature age of, like, 13 mm. or, like, 12 or 13 where this thing is happening in your environment... All the girls are like, girl, he's asking just for nudes, right? Mm. It's so yeah. harmful. Just send it to him. Yeah. And then homeboy sends it to the entire school yeah. and all the boys know what you look like. It's just like way yeah. too much. And you then you never know whose parent is in, in like mm. possession of this photo. Exactly. And they might be a pedophile. They may yeah. be wanking off oh to a picture gosh. of you. It's Stop. like... <gasps> Gee... But you never know who's going to receive it. And if yeah. people are... Like, it's very disgusting that the fact that they don't get consent to send it to another person. But that's the risk involved mm. with sending it to somebody. You never know their intention with mm. it. And if you are in possession of a picture of a minor, then that's child pornography. pornography. And if yeah. you're sending it, you're engaging in mm-hmm. child pornography. Mm. So it's like a very slippery slope. But teens our age, mm. I mean, not our age, but like teens and people our age, mm. um, sometimes think it's very like normal to do normal. it. Normal. Yeah. It's just like, what are you wearing? Take it off. Yeah. And it's like a series of pictures. And especially with apps like Snapchat, where you think they disappear in yeah. about like 10 seconds. No, people but, screenshot mm. that stuff. I'm sure Snapchat has a database oh of like everything which is being sent or received. Yeah. And imagine someone decides to like hack into it and like oh take my or something. God, that's like insane. I mean, that's that's what my brain thinks. Yeah, no, fair enough. And mm. like, one, you never know. The cloud is like a weird place, mm-hmm. so I never really know. But again, with these nudes, what it's doing is inciting. Yeah. What sex is like with you yeah. in a lot of people's mind. That is Everyone so true. who receives it. That's so true. You know? That's very true. It, it might be as a joke, but then obviously... People are... It's um, leading people yeah. to think into... They're having... Uh, Thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Sexual bonds with the fantasy of yeah, you in exactly, their mind. Exactly. And in yeah. the words of Jesus, you've already committed adultery. Adultery. Yeah. Oof. That's very true. Yeah. Modern so, um, yeah, so it's like these, um, I don't know. It's like, obviously there are no laws against, against this as mm, yet. There's mm. like child pornography laws, but like no laws against sexting mm. and things like that. That's where it gets really muddy. Yeah. Actually, you know? wait, when I was looking for, um, like these stats and stuff, mm. um, and I was looking at sexting and things. I came across this Google search which did say sexting laws and stuff. Yeah, I think in some uh, states in the US it's illegal. Mm. I don't know about Australia though. Uh, Maybe yeah. that's something we should research for yeah. later. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I think like it is exciting, right? Like yeah. to tell this person over text and it seems yeah. like I said very inconsequential. Mm. But then when when you do meet that person mm. um and you're in like a face-to-face setting and there's no around, it's like everything you have in this fantasy mm. you now want to like emulate. Very true. You yeah. know? Yeah, I agree. Um mm. and and that's the same thing with porn as well. Like yeah. everything that's in your mind you want to emulate mm. because there's no other escape. It's all stored in, in your, your mind. mind. And you want to uh, try it out because you feel like, oh, yeah. how harmful can it be? And if it's not good enough, then you resort back to the fantasy exactly. in your mind. Yeah. It, it really keeps you trapped. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think it's just a slippery slope. Mm. And I know like, and I just want to like go into what, and I know we've talked a lot about like what cultures told us, what the the realm is mm. around us. Mm. But could we just like dip into what God's design mm. for sex is? Yeah, and we should. I because think, yeah, yeah <laughs> we need to get back to the word. Okay, yes, please. <laughs> um, we did speak about why God wants sex in marriage. Yeah, because there's that covenant. Yeah. There's that one flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to like kind of talk about uh why uh more so like what god's design is when it comes to Mm -hmm. sex Mm -hmm. um yeah sex is a good thing like god everything god created is good good. man has perverted it yes as he does everything Mm. uh but everything god created is good Mm. um and i think the more we um, know how to navigate it mm. with his help, mm. the better and more fruitful it becomes. Yeah. You know, um, kind of like what uh, Paul says, like not ev- like everything is permissible, yeah. but, but not, not everything, everything is, is beneficial. beneficial. And yeah. it's a maturity of a person to understand like what God's design is, that's what's beneficial mm. because if you don't uh, submit it to God, yeah. then you are allowing yourself to become a slave, mm. and that's where the devil has that hold on you. Exactly. Um, yeah, and I think like sex has a container. I mm. love that you know um, Mike Todd kind of talked about this. Mm. He was saying like, could you imagine, like a fire in a fireplace? Yeah. Is a great thing. Yeah. Right. Very true. But it's beautiful. Yeah, I see. But a fire in your living room. Mm, very true. That ain't a good thing. Yeah. You know, so sex is kind of the same way. God mm. created that container, which is marriage. Yeah. And that's where it's like passionate. Yeah. It brings you guys together. You become one flesh exactly. so much so like you're merging into one person. Yeah. And at the same time, it's like. You're creating legacy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because like children are born out of that. Yeah. Your union is like giving life to what God wants to do on earth and so yeah. on. But if you remove out of it, there's destruction. Mm. People around you are mm. going to feel the implications of your decisions. Mm. And it's not ending well for anybody. Yeah. And because we don't understand the depth mm. of what it is, mm then that's why we act out of recklessness. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So I think God's design is... um, (laughs) God's design is honestly the best because he created it. He knows what's best for it. Uh, And I think that's why a lot of Christians say, 
save sex for marriage, marriage because yeah. that's where it has its intended purpose, purpose yeah. everything out of it is gonna bring um loss mm. destruction and mm-hmm. just gonna make you feel empty yeah um yeah that's yeah, kind of I what agree. i wanted to say about yeah. that while you were saying that i did think of this um it's just random. Yeah. This might go elsewhere again. But, <laughs> no, go ahead. Um, so there are so many people who don't want to have kids. Yeah. But then also have sex. Yeah. But like not in marriage and they're not Christian. Okay. Yeah. So obviously it's just because... It's because you want to uh, scratch an itch? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I was like, interesting. No, I just I mean, thought of it, like, I, it, there's nothing to, more to it. Can yeah. I did this out? Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. just, like, I thought of it because of how you said, like, it's it's the intent, purpose. Yeah. Includes building a legacy. Yeah. And also, like, to take care of, um, like, have children who mm. are going to take care of Earth later on and yeah. stuff. And then my mind wonder, like, oh, but there are so many people who don't even want to have kids. Yeah. And then it made me feel like, oh, so do they not care about Earth and stuff? But mm. yeah, it's just like, but then obviously they are engaging themselves in this activity because they are thinking about themselves. Yeah. That it's bringing us pleasure. Yeah. So let's. It's engage. more about how can I satisfy what I'm, I'm feeling, feeling right now. And I think a and lot of people do that, right? When yeah. When it comes to sex, it's like, oh, how am I feeling about this? I feel and where good. can I get the best, the easiest cure? Not yeah. the best cure, the yeah. easiest cure. Yeah. And yeah. Like that's, that's become sex for a lot of people, mm. or maybe even a lot of couples. Because that's, I mean, we are created as sexual beings and there is um that desire you know there's there is that desire to want yes, it very true. but at the same time it's like we need to realize there is um a mental aspect to it mm. as well you know mm. and there is a spiritual aspect mm. to it and if you don't recognize that uh, or you don't have the information to recognize that it just becomes all about you very true you know um yeah and I think that's where yeah. a lot of gray areas come, mm. um, where it's like, you know, oh, okay, I like this person, or to keep him, I have to please mm. him, or like, let me get what I want, yeah. you know, I haven't done it in so long, mm. this is the first person I'm meeting, let mm. me get it, yeah. uh, that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's more like self-centered, yeah. whereas like, if you look at what God intended, it's more of self, it's not... Um, self-seeking it's to serve each other yeah, yeah. um yeah i think yeah i agree yeah and you be absolutely experimental in yeah. marriage yeah <laughs> i know you love that <laughs> yeah um but uh, is there anything else you want to add to the whole topic is there something we missed out on speaking about i'm sure we missed out so many things bro can we talk okay now now that you was single um let's say you like meet somebody and you're at the cusp of like a new relationship when do you bring up these like these things was like you know sexual history or um your boundaries okay i'm i'm like trying to be um i'm not gonna do nothing before marriage or i'm trying to be celibate whatever um when when do you bring this up because mm. for me that was it was already an underlying like thing because we were both Christian. It was like we're not gonna have sex. Yeah. So that was clear. Well, yeah. Um it was just the other stuff that we didn't like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, figure out. Mm. Um yeah, but 
what like what do you think like if you were in that stage of like a new relationship um see um i've mentioned this before and i'm going to mention it again for me if i get into a relationship i'm going to be really good friends or at least um have a good foundation as friends before mm. i get into this relationship yeah even if i have feelings for this person i'm just going to be like no i want to know this person that's good um like Sounds as a really good friend see different sides of them so let's say that when i do get into a new relationship is i've already established a good friendship so mm-hmm. i know the things like that person is thinking about and maybe okay. in that friendship we have already kind of spoken about these things like okay so you will try to yeah be up. like hey so like this couple uh, like so maybe something comes up in the news or something so like what are your thoughts on this that's as great. a friend yeah y- y- it will be much easier for them to tell what they actually, actually is. think yeah and then you can be like okay i understand you mm. and like even when you're listening to it mm. you're not judging you're not like oh my gosh it's not going to work out between us or anything yeah because it's still in that friendship stage exactly yeah. so i feel like In- initially because but that's how i would do it yeah. right so i would understand them be more intentional yeah in in their friendship i guess that's just me with any friendship also because mm. just to understand because yeah. obviously different people have personalities and their own opinions and then they mm. come from certain places and that helps me understand them much much better yeah um and then i'll take it and if i'm taking it to a relationship obviously these things are considered mm. um and when let's say um this position where i'm feeling like okay maybe we can get a little you know this that the other yeah. as you said i'll communicate it then okay and be yeah. like hey Makes can sense. we talk about this are you okay to talk about this yeah. and then bring it up are there and any things is is everything like negotiable or is it like already pretty set from your end what you would do and wouldn't do well obviously for now it's like pretty set yeah now okay. it's like no sex at all and like after marriage and yeah. like a few other things which i know i would feel guilty about yeah. and i would try to communicate mm. or let's say if like maybe in those things maybe i will negotiate but again it depends a lot for me like it depends mm. on person and how that bond yeah, yeah, is with yeah. that person and stuff but yes obviously no sex before marriage for now um yeah so that's there but then in general i guess so, some people just get straight into dating like yeah they just feel attracted they and then go they, on a they date they want to go on a date and stuff yeah so maybe in that situation i would yeah. say just get comfortable where you know that the person isn't going to start an argument with you regarding these things but is in okay. in, a, in a position to have a conversation about it yeah it might lead to a like um but like why would you though or things like that yeah but then at the end of it is willing to have a conversation yeah. and come to a solution to it yeah. rather than just leaving it up in the air uh, saying yeah. that oh it's not for now maybe we'll talk about it later yeah. don't do that no 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 that's Very not true. that's not good yeah i think like when it comes i'm glad you brought that situation up because when it comes to that i'm always like I I wonder if I was single at this mm. point like when I would bring it up because mm. I feel like I carry a lot of baggage when it mm. comes to like um just like mm. all of this that we're talking about mm. <laughs> everything. Oh, yeah. Uh so I ca- because I carry a lot of baggage I wonder when I would say it because yeah. I'm such a like if you're going on a date with me then you probably have an intention of what mm. you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I that's where i'm like mm. would i be somebody who like brings this up date number 2 and mm. be like that mm. this is it this is a b c d this is all of it yeah 
let's say what we're mm. working with mm. and yeah it's, it's it's very difficult of like yeah. how you would navigate that yeah. because i never want to go into a scenario where we're like oh we're drunk you're dropping me home we're making out we're almost in and then i'm like wait wait wait, wait, wait. this is how i feel about yeah. it so and so yeah. and so yeah. yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. and you never know when that scenario will It'll come, come yeah. but you don't want to like prematurely say anything it's a very like gray area and i understand but for me i would specifically be like this is mm. this is like a hard boundary yeah. and then we can discuss like About, other exactly. stuff yeah, yeah for sure yeah i agree yeah. yeah uh i did have a question uh i know we're like going way over time we'll edit this out later <laughs> no i just wanted to kind of wrap up saying that a lot of what we have spoken is our understanding about this topic yeah and obviously um how we've dealt with how it how we've dealt with it and stuff and there are going to be like listeners who may or may not agree with these things or may have like a few questions yeah. um about these things so uh, obviously your personalities our personalities are different there's so many things which you were saying and i was just like but rashini um there's so many conversations like that we have it too yeah. and it's completely fine and i think we encourage you to actually like reach out to us and tell us like yeah. ask us whatever you're thinking when yeah. you're listening to us yeah. um then we can just like continue this conversation and yeah. actually like understand and deal more into it mm-hmm. um yeah i just wanted to like let the like listeners know that yeah this is a very much of our understanding and if there's mm. more to it and um if there's more things you want to kind of bring light on yeah. we are completely open and would yeah. love it for it to happen yeah and i know we probably should have said this earlier but a lot of what we were talking about is more so in a christian context yeah. and it's not to offend anybody exactly. who doesn't believe in the christian beliefs maybe this will just give you an understanding mm. of that uh but it's not to say uh mm. or just you know bash other people yeah. as well yeah. i just want to make that clear yeah. and also want to say like um al- like you said a lot of this is our experience and mm. how we dealt with it and a lot of what we talk about in terms of setting boundaries mm. and uh even like just, setting thresholds and yeah thresholds kind of and things, things like yeah. that um i think it's all assume like it's all in consensual mm. what we spoke about like on non consensual sex is probably um the sexting and yeah, like yeah. spreading of like yeah. you know images, images but apart from that a lot of it was based on sex uh mm. <laughs> a lot of it was based on consensual mm. sex and i just yeah. want to make that very clear yeah. because we don't want because uh, obviously there is you know the implications yeah. of uh non-consensual mm-hmm. sex that we yeah. don't delve into yeah um yeah yeah just wanted to make that yeah. clear. i should probably put that on the top okay just yeah. a disclaimer mm. yeah yeah but apart from that this was a great conversation my laptop's about to die <laughs> this is um, absolutely good thank you for tuning in i know i yeah we just spoke about a lot of different things yeah. and i hope at least one second of this was helpful, helpful in some way yeah. because we were just ranting again yeah I was uh, just had way too many um really unrelated but related questions and I was just questioning Rashini in between which is why my brain's fried but <laughs> yes but uh yeah thank you for listening that is a wrap on mm-hmm. part 3 of episode 3 we're going to be back for episode 4 finally we're going to end this series <laughs> we're going to get episode 4 in the building uh but thank you for joining us and we'll see you